Greetings and welcome to the worship services of Alamo First Baptist Church. I'm Brother Chris Rigby. I'm standing here this morning in front of our bell. This is the original bell that was at our old location uh, years ago. It uh, was there when the church was first built and it was always a call to worship. Well, when we moved to our new campus here several years ago, we brought it with us. And not too long ago, we got to put it up. We're so excited about it because it reminds us that we're coming together into this building to worship. And we are excited that today you've decided to tune in to our broadcast to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our prayer this morning is that you will see the great love that Jesus has for you and the great love that we have for you as well this morning as we worship together. We look forward to meeting you and your family and we invite you to be a part of any of our worship services, our activities or ministries here. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, probably the best way to do that is just drop us a line at our email address, alamofirstbaptist at gmail.com. All of it spelled out, just gmail.com, alamofirstbaptist. We look forward this morning to worshiping with you. We pray God's blessings upon you and your family as we go inside now and we worship together. Let's go ring that bell for Jesus.
good to see you this morning. We're glad that you're here. Uh, sorry you don't have bulletins, neither of you are on the line. We were waiting for more than a bulletin announcements up because we had a few question marks about the thing. And then the, the system that we use that produces the bulletin did a, a system-wide upgrade to the containers this weekend. And so it says I can log in tonight at 11 So let me give you uh, what we've done and some things that have changed. We've been uh, looking at doing Daniel through coordination sermons. That was supposed to be before God. And unfortunately, the basic family just hasn't had the right to throw the kids in the family. So that's what we've done. We've got to get the family. So we're going to put that up for September the 26th. Remember, Daniel coordination was the 26th.
based on the words of this song that we sing And you are my 
your Bible, you can open this morning to 1 John 3. Brother Diane will give you a way to go to church, so thanks for that introduction. We're going to look at several passages together, so we go to 1 John 3, or put your finger on 2 Corinthians 5, and 1 Corinthians 15 will be in your place this morning. We're in our series, What Lies Ahead. process and been taking a look at our life on earth, why it matters, why we live for Christ the way that we do, and living for a day that God can reward us for how we live this life to His glory. And we talked about what to expect, what's going to happen when we die. We said there's two dates. Really is an incredible discussion. I mean, after all, take a look at it. All right. 
if indeed by putting it off we may make it perfect. For while we're still in this tent, we want to be burdened, not that we would be employed, but we would be further filled so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us, now the one who has prepared us for this very thing, talking about the body to come, is God, who has given us the Spirit of God. So in those two verses, we find that uh, that God has something wonderful and unbelievable to give to us. Now, you know, the folks today are too limited at being to get the truth of God. Pick up a magazine, and there'll be all sorts of tips on how to read and read the book better and look better, and people spend money on trying to look better and be better and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, God says, Don't worry about it. I got something in mind for you today that's going to be better than all the other things that you can do to do. Now, there's, there's a, a question that's raised over in 1 Corinthians 15 65 that Paul's going to ask three questions there. And these are three questions. Number one, how are the dead raised up? Okay? How does that happen? And then two, what kind of body do they have? So listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15. And then let's look at these uh, verses 35 through 39. But if someone will ask you, say, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body do they foolish person, what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare fruit, perhaps a wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as he chooses, and uh, to each of its seed its own body. For not all flesh is the same, but there is one kind for human, another for animal, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is another kind. There is one glory for the sun, another glory for the moon, and another glory for the stars. A star will differ from star to glory. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. Let me just stop right there and say, here's what he says. You look around and you say, God created everything that was Animals are the animals of death. They're going around and collecting the field one night, and everybody's filled with them. They're trying to get ready to harvest. They look up to that young lady in the grass and they said to them, I got the fire. I said, So she's hot and she's pretty. She said, No, baby. She literally thinks she's a fire. So the young lady goes, Woof, 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 fire. That wasn't hard. She got down. As you read that, you also find that God has made us a little bit more important. That's not a good thing. It's not good enough. God is not by one step like us at all. So there's beauty in this creation. And so, then notice what he says there. That's the way it's going to be in resurrection. We're not going to be all brought back together and just created like little clones, right? I mean, like in Star Wars, right? All look alike, talk alike, sound alike, and go into the ground. So he says, So it is with the resurrection of the dead. 
Then he goes on to say, what is Solomon's heritage? What is raised as income? What is Solomon's fifth imprisonment is raised in glory? Uh, it is Solomon's weakness, greater than mine. Psalm 9 provides raised as symptom. Listen, what he says there is that he intends 
may go out and have a piece of furniture, but it took a purpose. Its intent is to make you pleasing. You and I are created to give God glory. God gave us bodies that we might glorify Him. Another way to think about it is this. Our bodies are like a tomb. They were found in what? In the ground there. In the desert. Romans 12, verse 1. Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Think about that. God says, You are my worshiper. Do you use that body that I gave you to my glory, to my honor? And when you do that, you are truly worshiping. So when you serve your church, are you serving your church? Are you there with your body? An act of glory to God, you are truly worshiping Him. Verse 13 again, don't present, uh, Romans 6, 13, do not present your members to sin as an instrument of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who belong to death to life, but your members to God as the reason we have bodies is to provide a way to engage with God and show our adoration. Think about the first command that God gave us in Genesis. What did he say to us? Don't be naked. Now think about that. That's a very physical activity. But that physical act is a spiritual activity. Now God is spirit. says, look, if you want to stay connected to me, then you do so through this physical body. Listen, this is one of the things I think is kind of sad here. This is one of the things that's going on in the community today. And one of the things that the federal government has done to address is not trying to struggle with the diversity of the LGBTQ community. But what it says today is, Says I've got some laws, I've got some rules, I've got some regulations. Now I'm going to tell you, there's some things that God has to love you that make sense. There's some things that God has to love that may not necessarily fit your face. But God has to list these things in your life. The same reason that He has to love me in order to love me. Now when you think about it, maybe you're sitting there and fear you. I mean, after all, it was a retreat that looked good. Looked like something that somebody 
So you can connect with him. So you and I can be connected. Otherwise, it's hard to connect with God because he's spirit. We're physical. And God says, I'm creating you to be glorified. You know, he's just connected. But how do you do that most recently? Most typically, it's through a good person. And so when the world says to you, young people, live like you want to be. Marry who you want to marry. Regardless of what the Bible says, listen, the world says you don't have to connect with God. But here's the problem. Here's the problem that a lot of people have. You don't want to. And one day you're going to have to talk to God. One day God's going to talk to you about whether or not you are who you want to be. Well, you know, you can tell me. You know, your answer to me. I'd rather you be a good God. Did you live by faith? And so we were given the body, listen, to connect with God. That's why we're given the body. We're given glory and connection. Number two, how do you feel about actually loving or being in the body? Now, some of us take this a little confusing, but this is an important Should we settle? Someone who was born blind, 
Lord Jesus Christ to the transfer of our holy body to the most glorious body by the power that enables him to subject all things to himself. I, I, you know, I don't have a problem thinking that if we get this redeemed body, we're going to have a resurrected body in heaven. We're going to have some, you know, some supernatural body. I mean, you know, the Bible says you're gathered with the disciples from all around. Oh, 
We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you 
and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you, and we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.